Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Here you will hear Pastor Ethan Callison journey with people just like you from Fellowship Community Church. Our goal is to engage in God's Word to find Jesus in the Scriptures every day. We desire this podcast not to be a substitute for your Bible reading, but rather a compliment so that you encounter Jesus and live a changed life. Here's your host, Pastor Ethan Callison. Welcome to the Jesus Every Day Podcast, where every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. My name is Ethan Callis, and I serve as one of the pastors here at Fellowship Community Church, and I'm thankful for you joining in, taking your discipleship seriously, and wanting to engage in God's Word. That's what we believe in here. We're all about Jesus, and Jesus Every Day is getting in God's Word every day to allow it to change us and to transform us. Uh, so we're continuing uh, this uh, this week and next week with Dennis Duff, and we're beginning today in 1 Corinthians, but before we hop into uh, 1 Corinthians, uh, Dennis, a question that I have to ask you today is outside of the person of Jesus, I'm going to go ahead and take that one out for you, outside of the person of Jesus, who has made the most profound impact on your life, and what was it about them that made such an impact on you? That's a pretty easy answer. I think it'd be uh, my father-in-law, Glenn Peters, which Mm. may seem kind of strange, but uh, he uh, uh, battled alcoholism, Mm -hmm. uh, especially up until he's late 40s, yeah, 50s probably. And uh, I started dating Beth pretty young. And, yeah, y'all were like 13, 14? Yeah, yeah. And, Beth's uh, his wife for those of y'all that don't yeah, know. Yeah, and uh, a buddy of mine dated Beth for a little while first, but he didn't make the grade. <laughs> <laughs> and Glenn harshly ran him off, mm. you know. So it was something, you know, he accepted about me. I don't know what it was. But anyway, uh, you know, Beth and I are both from alcoholic homes. And uh, so uh, we knew what life was like for them and for us. And pretty rough, you know. But anyway, um, he got transferred to Richmond at the railroad before Beth and I got married. And he fell into the drink real bad again, and it it was it was uh, pretty bad. But he um, he attended a pretty large denominational church where it's easy to go into the radar and mm-hmm. just do the right things, but not be right with God. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, he got saved in a charismatic church in Richmond. And long story short, we, Beth and I moved there and lived there for a little while. I worked for the railroad, um, and uh, he just—he you know, was constantly talking to us about it. And yeah, you know, I didn't need Jesus. I mean, I was having fun, and and you know, just uh, I didn't, you know, me and Jesus were okay in my mind. You mm-hmm. know, one of those. But um, to see the change in Glenn's life. Mm-hmm. And to see what you know, to see how he progressively became a different person uh, after his conversion experience and his desire to live Christ-like, and of course he was nowhere near perfect. None of us are, mm-hmm. uh, and the many times he prayed with me even before I was saved, mm-hmm. you know. He was wasn't pushy but gentle, but the, the example, his example of Christ changing a man's life and changing those around him, uh, 
kind of let me led me to believe there must be something in, something to this. Mm. So uh, that's that's the only crack in the door God mm. needed because it was it was all all over the <laughs> <man. laughs> Yeah, I love it. Thank you for, for sharing that. And uh, it's pretty inc- incredible how you see, even as we hop in today in First Corinthians chapter 1, the power of the gospel, the power of Christ. Uh, so today, as we do hop in First Corinthians chapter 1, what was the, the verse that, is, uh, as you read it, the Holy Spirit just revealed and illuminated that you, you highlighted and wrote down? First uh, Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18. For the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Amen. So as you look at that verse and explain it a little bit, uh, who's the author? Who's the kind of the audience a little bit? Walk us through a little bit of the kind of the basics before we you know, continue through the, the book of Corinthians. Well, um, you know, Paul is, is talking to the, to the early church. Um, keeps me, uh, I think... <clears throat> In, in, a, in a lot of these letters that uh, that uh, Paul wrote, and that this one uh, particularly, I think probably all, all of them, but it was, I get a vision of Paul um, having a fire in his backyard and all these little flames are flaming up everywhere and he's going around stomping them out, mm-hmm. you know, as far as correcting churches uh, from, you know, either misunderstanding or or poor leadership or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've lost to, to answer that question. <laughs> you're good. You're good. So, so as we... <laughs> I mean... Uh, as we, as we hop in here in, in verse 18, uh, Paul's the author of it. Church of Corinth is the ones who received it. What do you think is going on? What, 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 how do you begin to apply this text in, into your life? Uh, well, for me, it, um, it, it explains and helps me be aware of, of the way people uh, react to mm-hmm. Christians or how they look at, at you. When you're sharing what God has done for you, or being a witness, and and uh, you know sometimes you'll get that uh, that roll of the eye or, or slack jaw look, or you know, say, "Well, there he goes again," type mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to remember that, uh, like the scriptures say, there it, it's it's foolishness mm-hmm. to those who really don't understand, mm-hmm. and there's really no understanding until come to a place where you accept it mm. and uh, you know that's uh, that's why you know people just you know kind of brush you off you know I think about Paul on the, on the road to Emmaus and, and the example the, the the scales on his eyes you know and mm-hmm. you know, it just helps me to look at people that you know they're blinded they've got scales on their eyes and and Without the work of the Holy Spirit, they're really not going to get a, a, even a partial inkling of understanding mm-hmm. of what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's good. So even I'm going to tie this back in, even with uh, with with Glenn, who made such a profound impact on your life. Even as you heard him sharing, watched him go through a transformation before you personally came into relationship with Jesus. Like, what was going through your mind if you can recall back then? That was like probably five years ago or so. 
right? About five. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, maybe three. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe three. <laughs> what, what was going through your mind as you were watching this unfold? Like, was the gospel folly to you? Was it foolish, or was it like, hey, that may that may be for you, but not for me? Um. Well, I think I think I was in a place that uh, most everybody is at one time, and a, and a lot of us still are. That mm, kind of like a Doobie Brother song, Jesus is just okay with me, mm, yeah. you know. And that uh, you know, I you know, I'm a pretty good person, and I try my best, and I go to church some, and and uh, <clears throat> and almost a a, a social concept of mm-hmm. religion. With rules and regulations that you do just enough to make you feel good about yourself, and then not really have any serious uh, inquiry, mm-hmm. you know. And then it's really we don't realize it's dangerous ground to make the decisions like that without mm-hmm. really uh, looking into it, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, you know, I came. From a family that uh, you don't want to take your religion too serious. Mm, mm-hmm. you know? uh, Talked to him and said, well, you know, if you believe that God is the God of the universe and Jesus Christ is his son and what Jesus Christ has done for you, how can you take that too seriously? Mm, yeah, that's good. Uh, what did the Holy Spirit uh, call you to? What do you think you, to respond to that? What was your personal response to this text, to um, today's reading? Well, you know, it was uh, it was definitely foolishness for me at the beginning because, mm-hmm. uh, and it was scary. Uh, <clears throat> but, and, you know, at the time, you know, thinking about, you know, I was in the position of, well, you know, they won't, don't be a Jesus freak. Don't want to take this too seriously, you know. And and I'm okay the way I am because I thought I was happy with uh, doing the things that I was doing mm-hmm. to uh, deal with, with life. And then uh, after seriously making the commitment and then uh, working out my own salvation without the other crutches, uh, you know, it's scary business, mm-hmm. you know, and, and a lot of us aren't willing, or maybe some of us aren't willing to um, allow ourselves to get to that point. Mm. Where the cross kind of breaks us. Yep. Yeah. That's good. Well, thank you for joining us here today on G7 Day Podcast in First Corinthians chapter one. We'll be looking in chapter two here tomorrow.